Welcome to the Yeshiva Shalmarla. This is David Lichtenstein. This week for Pesach, we're going to be speaking about two Pesach in Yonim. One is, can you bring the carbon Pesach Bizman Hazeh? The Chsam Seifer seemed to think so. He seemed to imply that the main consideration is that we're not allowed by the current ruler in uh, Turkey, the Ottoman Empire. Today, could it be if somehow we were able to control the Harabaya's geopolitical considerations aside, would we be able to bring a carbon Pesach? We will have Rab Shimshin Nadel. He's a Rav in Eretz Yisrael. He's a Rish Koyal in Yerushalayim. He's spoken about it. He's written about it. An expert on the topic. One of the famous chubos on the topic is that of the Chassam Sofer in Yeridea Rachel Mitzvah, where he was actually asked by his father-in-law, Rabbi Kiva Eger, and, and they were asked, you know, maybe we could get permission from the the, uh, the ruling powers bring to bring uh, the korban pesach and uh, yeah it would seem that you know assuming they would get permission indeed you would be able to bring the korban pesach. And from Lakewood, New Jersey, we will have Rabbi Yamin Feldman, who wrote a sefer, a checklist of all the things you have to do to bring the carbon Pesach. Let's say Rabbi Nadal says we can. You'll see many achreinim in the prior diaries held that we can. Well, what would be the checklist? All the different things. Some of them, I think, are rather very interesting. Another important piece of information when you set up the Chabur is you have to have someone that's not a mephonic. Because uh, we buy all the meat we buy usually in the stores, so the good pieces and the salad, nice pieces. Then, besides for that, you have all the pieces going into the Kolkos and the salami and all those places, and some even go to the garbage. It's the lungs and the kidneys and the heart and the lips and the eyes and all edible pieces, the robbery pieces, not such gishmaki pieces. Everything needs to be eaten up. This is a very Pesach-thicker topic. We will also be asking today eight riddles on Pesach. If you don't like these shilas, fast-forward straight to the program. One for each day. And as usual, whoever gets the... It's going to be hard to get all eight, right? But if somebody, the ones who get the most, we will send the Mishnah the new one that came out of Chelik Aleph. We still have a few sets left. Each Chelik Aleph is three volumes, two on the Mishdubura, and we did one on Tfilin, on Ksivas Tfilin. Uh, the Safra's part has just fascinated me. A lot of people aren't interested in it, but we included it. That would be the reward for somebody who gets them, is those who score the highest on the riddles. This year, we built a new show in my neighborhood. We daven in a show for 20-some-odd years, and the Balabayas wants to sell the house. He's did a, he did a fantastic public service. And we had to build a shul. So we built the shul, and we made it in as a replica, the inside, and particularly of the Balshem Tev Shul in Mezhebaj. Why? Because, you know, the Balshem, for the most part, you know, most... Eden alive today come from Hasidim. The Baal Shem saved the world at his time. Today, Torah is saving the world. The yeshivas, Reb Chaim, you know, the tremendous proliferation of Lamdim, etc. But in his time, so we, we built the Al Shem Rabbi Stroll Baal Shem Tev. And we did something very interesting. For the stones in the front, in front of the Arankaidish outside, we sent two people to Poland, to go around Poland, and to take bricks from destroyed shoals. Beautiful Shulzamo. And they started all the way in the north of Poland, between Grodno and Bialystok in Krynik. Zalman Sender Kanashpira was robbing Krynik. All the way down, 19 Shuls, we got destroyed rubble. We took bricks from the rubble. And who, all the way down to Stri, near Stri, who was, say, Sechayshin was robbing Stri, the Nasivis is robbing Stri, buried next to each other. And we put them into the front wall of the Shul. These shards, some are whole bricks, some are pieces of bricks, some are stones. But here's something interesting. Not as an act of memorial, we outlived Hitler, etc., remember the dead. It's not that, but for a different reason. Let me share. We just lay in Parshish HaChaydesh, HaChaydesh HaZolochem. And Chaydesh means Chadash. 
Koyach of Chiddush in the world belongs to Klal Yisrael. Till today, I mean, in the, in the, in the Western world, we just saw that the vaccines came from Jews, Google, wherever you go, it's, it's Jews, right? But really, Chiddush is not about new. What does new mean? I looked it up in the dictionary on Google. New means not existing before. Discovered recently for the first time. Well, the moon is not discovered recently for the first time. The moon waxes and wanes monthly. The Chiddush of Klal Yisrael, HaChiddush of Alechem, is not the Chiddush of new. It's a different Chiddush. It's the Chiddush of renew, renewal. Interestingly, I looked up renewal also in dictionary. What does it say? Renewal, an instant of resuming an activity or state after an interruption, a renewal of hostilities. I said, I don't know, this doesn't feel right. The next one, the action of extending the period of validity of a license, the contracts came up for renewal. That doesn't either feel right. What does his chachis mean? His chachis means rebirth, renewal, rebirth. Pesach always comes out, always bizman ha'aviv. Hayoyim atem yoytzim b'chaydesh ha'aviv. The tree seemed to have died. The grass seems dead. The whole forest seems dead. And suddenly, imagine if you were there for the first time, you'd say, this is an entire dead world. And one day you wake up and everything has gone green. It's the power of renewal. That's what HaChidosh HaZalachem is. The Chidosh of Klal Yisrael is not new. It's something much greater than new. It's renew. And that's maybe the Machlaikis, Benissin Evraelam Abatishrei. I mean, seemingly, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippah, the world, it's new. But there's something greater than new. You know what? HaChidosh HaZalachem. The ability to renew is greater than new. New is one time. Renewal means you can become infinite. When you think of it, what's the matzah? When we, what is chametz? Chametz means you take, everything starts out as flour and water. Everything starts out as dough. And then it rises and it rises and it becomes a challah. It could become a, a puff pastry, a seven-layer cake. And it sets into all these fancy concoctions. It rises and rises. And at that point, as grand as it is, it's done. It has no more bakayach. All its energy has been placed and this is who it is. But what is flour and water? Matzah? Matzah means let's go away from chametz. We have the ability to go back to flour and water, back to youth, back to when anything was possible. Remember you had those dreams, big dreams, and suddenly, you know, life takes us and we sort of become calcified. We get stuck in this and sometimes stuck in that and we become a brioche or a chalom. Maybe if we're very much liach, we become a wedding cake. But whatever it is, there's very few dreams anymore at that time. We've become who we are. Matzah is a cry of defiance. Achilas matzah means I can go back to flour and water. I can go back to youth. I can renew myself to be anything I want to be. I ask you, these stones, it's 80 years after the Holocaust, 80 years after they were destroyed. It could be 85, depending on where they're from. Do you think these bricks until a few weeks ago, when we pulled them out of the rubble, did they ever dream these bricks in these 80 years, they'd be part of a living shoal? That echo off of them would be the sounds of children laughing, the sounds of Amen Yehei Did they have a dream? Total renewal. So these bricks, these aren't sad bricks. These are happy bricks. These are the bricks of renewal. The bricks of HaChaydesh HaZalachem.
Taftaira and Shabbos Pesach. Hoisa la Yad Hashem, Vietzienu, Venicheni Betechabeka, he took me out into a field, Vihimaleat Samis was full of dry bones. Veshes made, Vyomere lai benodam, Hatichieno had Samis Vela, can these ice get trickened, dried out, exhausted, dead bones, can they become live again? Vyomar, and Yecheskel the Navi said, Hashem Alekim, Atiyadata, you know, Vyomere lai, he nove al had Samis Vela. Prophesize on these atzamais. We are martyrs. Who atzamais hayeveshes shimud var Hashem. Koya mar Hashem alekim latzamais ela hineni ani mevi bechem ruach vechayisem. These bricks, my bricks, these live bricks, they're alive again. So if one day you're feeling exhausted and you're a feet, your energy is depleted, and you happen to be in the Mansi area. Come to the Baal Shem Tev Shul. In memory, Al Shem Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem, of somebody who loved us no matter what we looked like, no matter how pachas we were. What did the Baal Shem say? Ki ato is kol feh amcha Yisrael. He said it without the pay. Every feh. Kol feh amcha Yisrael. Come to the Baal Shem Tev Shul and stand in front of the wall of the living bricks, and you could finish the Nevoah. V'oymer elai, ben Adam, ha'atzamay so'ela, kol beis Yisrael heima. Hine oymrim yovshu atzmaiseinu. They say we're dried, we're exhausted. Of the tikvaseinu, we have no more hope, we have no more dreams, nigzar nulanu, we are cut off. V'nosati bochem ruach v'chayisem, v'hinachti eschem al admaschem. So stand in front of these bricks, bring it to Hillamol, and say, They said, Avda tikva seinu nigzarnu lanu. And what did the Kaviyachal say? Vanasati ruchi bachem v'chayisem. This is the Haftaira of Pesach, the Haftaira of Spring, when the world renews. When Achaydesh is alachem, and where we are given the power to renew ourselves. Let's go to the riddles for Pesach. So since we're talking about carbon Pesach, I'm going to ask, this is going to be our first question. The Gemara M'sachim Kuvchaf Avmaralev says, Amarava, Matzah B'zman Azeh Daraisa, and Morer is a Drabanan. Why? Because it says, Al Matzahs Umeroyrim Yechlu, B'zman De'ika Pesach, with the Pesach, you eat the Matzumar. When you have Pesach, you have Morer. B'zman De'leka Pesach, when there is no Pesach, Leka Morer. And then the Gemara says, I Matzah should be the same thing. So the Gemara has a Rebbe for Matzah. Lachar, I don't understand. Bizman hazeh, we could bring the carbon Pesach. Why can't you be Makrovit? Because we're missing a problem. Either because the Arabs control the Temple Mount, because we don't know exactly where the Makam HaMizbeach is, we don't know exactly where the Tchelas is, even though I believe we do. But for all different technical problems, there's nothing halachically that prevents us from bringing the Pesach. So the whole tour of Murr is why? Because Bismandika Pesach Yesh Murr. Here, let's see, let me ask you a question. Let's see it would be time Habayas. There was a guy he couldn't bring the Pesach because he was a Derek Rachaika. Would you say his his chi of Murr was a Drabanan because he's far away? Or would you say, look, he's a father Bakhlal Ika Pesach, Elamai. He's been Metsias, he wasn't where he could bring it. He was an Inus. So the same thing today. We could bring the Pesach. We're missing a few technicalities. Why don't we say Murr is a Daraisa? That is riddle number one. 
Riddle number two. It's a fun riddle. Really fun. The first Mishnah Bura in Hohochas Pesach. What does he say? It says, Shoyalim Belchasa Pesach, Kaidom Pesach, Shloishim Yaim. You say Hochas Pesach. So the Mishnah Bura rings why? Brings because Moshe Rabbeinu on Pesach Rishon, by in Pesach, he was my, he darshin the, the parish of Pesach Sheni, which was 30 days away. So you see, he was darshin Hochas Pesach Sheni on Pesach. So you see, Shloishim Yaim, Kaidom Achag, there's a mitzvah to be Shoyalim Vedarshim. What does the Mishnah bring afterwards? V'yeshaimrim. Tachiyev shloishim yoyim is rak on Pesach, not on Sukkis or Shavuos or Chanukah or any other. Why? The yeshpoem halacha is rabbis. It's very complicated Pesach. Why? Tchinas chitin, afiyas matzays, hagolas kelim, beer chametz, etc., etc. Right? Chayrit zapella. This sheet holds it's only by Pesach. It's complicated halacha. It's not by the other Yom Tovim. Which halacha is Moshe darshining thirty days before? The halachas of Pesach Sheni. Pesach Sheni has very few halachas. You could keep chametz in your house. There's no beer chametz. There's no bedikas chametz. There's no. It's only yeshech the Pesach. While you with the Pesach, you can't eat chametz. Nothing else. You could do malacha. You could you could turn the lights on. You could drive whatever you want. In fact, there's no other yamtiv that has less halachas than Pesach Sheni. So the problem is, if the Mekoyer is Pesach Sheni, how could the Mishnah Bura bring right away? And some say it's only by Pesach, because the halachas are complicated. It's like a steer in the Mishnah Bura, Minayubay. This is our second riddle. Here's our next riddle. The Rambam in Perikhes of Yisraeli Torah Lachalov says, Moshe Rabbeinu lo'hemminu ba'Yisrael me'oises shasa. They didn't believe in him because of all the magic, the Isis, right? Shem ha'maimen al pi Isis, miracles, shouldn't say magic, miracles, yesh b'li ba'yidoifi. She'efshur she'asa ois, b'loit v'kishuf. Maybe it happened, you know, magically, not. Miracles don't really impress. So, ela kola oisei she'ashamoisha l'fiyat soyre chasem, u'bameha minu b'ay, b'maimet harsinai. They believed in him, b'maimet harsinai, she'ineinu roh v'loizar. They didn't believe in him because of the miracles, only because of maimet harsinai that they saw with their own eyes. It's a pella. Do you dive in in the morning? What do you say? They saw They saw the great miracles and and what did it say? Right, So how could the Rambam write? When every day, three hundred and sixty-five times a year, we say If they because for you, they saw the Yad Hagdola Hashem Mitzrayim. on the Rambam. That's our third riddle. Okay, here's the kasha from the Marcheshes. The Rambam writes in Perak Aleph of Chametz Matzah Lachigimel, Hakoyne Chametz Mepesach Loike Mishum Bal Yirah Bal Yimata the Chashiv Lav the Yesh by Maisa. He went out and he bought chametz. Chayre, it's a kasha in the Rambam Perak the Marcheshes. How could you buy chametz Pesach? Chametz and Pesach is an Isurei Hana. There's no Schia in Isurei Hana. V'loy Nasis Shaloi. If somebody buys Isurei Hana, it never becomes his. There's no Kenyan in something that is has no value and is worthless, and his Mufka rebets him from Kenyan. That's the Marcheshus' kasha on the Rambam. The Beis Yosef and Arachayim, Simon Taflamid Beis, says, you don't make a brach on Bittol Chametz because it's a Davar Shebelev, and ve'ein mevarchen al Davar Shebelev. That's why you don't make a brach on Bittol. The Goyen in the beer in Simon Memzayin says, you make Birchas HaToyra al Hir Divrei Toyra, because it's also a mitzvah, v'hagisa b'yayimim v'alayla, even here halayv is called v'hagisa b'yayimim v'alayla. So l'chayra, loyte beis yasef's klal, they don't make a bracha, on a davar shabalev, why do you make a bracha? Why do you make a bracha on here in devrei Torah? If there's a klal that on here, there's no bracha, because it's a davar shabalev, why does the guy in paskin that you make a bracha on here in devrei Torah? L'chayra, it goes negative the klal of the beis yasef. 
Here's a kasha from Shlomo Zalman Ayabach. You make a brach on each one of the Dalad Kaisis. Why? You didn't make a hefzik between them. And the reason is, since each one is a mitzvah bifnei the fact that it's a mitzvah gives it a chashivas that you make a bracha on it. You know, everybody says, since you're in first grade, or well, maybe not first, third grade, when you make the bracha on the karpas, you should have in zinin the mur. The adama of the karpas should go for the mur. The chayra, why don't you say, what do you mean have cover? You shouldn't have in zinin for the mur. Why? The mur is a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah drabanan today. The karpas is a mitzvah drabanan. Each one, but certainly the mur is a mitzvah drabanan. The brachas are drabanan. Should have a chashivas just like the kaisis, just like the dawud kaisis are drabanan. The chashivas of the mitzvah gives each one a bracha b'fneatzmai. Why don't you say by the mitzvah's mur, the chashivas and the mitzvah's mur, which is even way more chashiv than dawud kaisis, because it's makayri's minatayra, should be machayiv that should have its own bayri priyadama. That is our next riddle. Okay, here's a really Chikava one. Ad Shobo Talmideim V'armru Lehem Rabbi Seinu Hagiyaz Mankriya Shema Shal Shachras. They said it all the way till Shachras. L'chaira. Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is mitzvah sa'adaloi sa'shachar, right before the day starts. Mitzvah's Kriya Shema is afterwards, after Aloy Sashachar, Mishayakir ben Tcheles the Lavan, which is after Aloy Sashachar. Slechaira, why were they saying until Hagiyaz man Kriya Shema Shal Shachar, which is after Aloy Sashachar, when this man Mitzvah Sibritias Betraim already expired at Aloy Sashachar? It's a very Chikava Shaila, which I have not seen anywhere. So those are our riddles. Whoever gets the most right will be Lineda. We'll send them the Mishnah Reina Chelik Aleph. We still have a few sets left. And uh, looking forward to your answers to all of my fabulous, amazing, wonderful, um, just brilliant listeners. Wish you all a Chakasha Vesameach. And we should use this Pesach, this man of, of Chidush, of Chadash, of, of Pesach, of Achilas Matz. And we all, let's return to our youth. Like the Kotzke said, Avraham was able to find the young Avraham, even when he was 130 years old, he was able to find the young Avraham in him. Let's find that young spirit in each one of us when anything was possible. A good yamtif. If you want to leave a message by phone or dial in by phone to listen, in America, our number is 732-806-8700. In England, it's 44, like that's the country code, 33011-70250. In Eretz Yisrael, it's 02-372-0304. Let's go to our guests. Joining us from Yerushalayim is Rabbi Shimshon Nadel. He's the Rav of Kehila Zichron Yosef in Harnof. He's the Rosh Koyal in the Sinai Koyal, that's in Rabbi Beryl Weinshel in Shari Chesed. And he's spoken, he's lectured, he's written about this topic, bringing a carbon Pesach, Bizman Hazeh. Can you do it or not? Welcome, Rabbi Nadel. Thank you so much, Rabbi David. Thank you for having me. It's a tremendous chutz, not only because uh, you get me out of Pesach cleaning and answering Shilas, but this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart and the heart of all of Kali Israel. So let's assume for a minute that the government of Israel was able to take control of the Temple Mount, of Harabayas. Would there be uh, a way to bring in Karim Pesach today? Why not? This is a fascinating question that's been debated by 
poskim and gedolim over the centuries. And there are all sorts of shilas and tzvekos and halachic hurdles, but, uh, but it's been something that has been discussed and debated. And Lemaisa, uh, I think it's something that needs to be continually discussed and debated and examined. That's good. So let's talk about it. It goes back to the Talmud of Rabbi Kivega and the Nasivis, right? Rabbi Hirsch Kalasher. He was the first one to write about this, right? Well, even long, long before Rabbi Hirsch Kalasher, you know, long before Rabbi Hirsch Kalasher, we have evidence which suggests that were Jews bringing Korban Pesach following the Korban Bayashim. Okay, first of all, even before Korban Bayashim, you know, one misconception is that you need to have a base Hamikdash skin. But the Mishnah in Edios and the Gemara in Zavachim say that no, Makriv and Afalpishen bias, and that's how the Rambam Pashtuns You don't need a base Hamikdash. We don't need a base Hamikdash according to the Rambam to bring a carbon Pesach. That is correct. And the right. Rambam Paskins this way in Hilchos Yisab and Ma'asai Korbanos, and this is what they did during the Shivas Tzion in the days of Ezra and Nehemiah in the third parak of Sefer Ezra. It describes how they began to bring Olos, the Heichol Hashem lo Yusod, the Heichol of Hashem had not yet been laid, the foundation had not yet been laid, the Beis HaMikdash, they say. By Yishani, as we know, took time to be built, and they began already bringing korbanos, and following the Chorban Bayashemi, according to a lot of Achronim, the Jews continued to bring korbanos, even without a base on Migdosh. The Mishnah, for instance, in Pesachim describes how Rabbi Gamliel asked his faithful servant Tavi to roast a korban Pesach on an Askala type of grill, and the Gemara debates whether that's permitted or not, this type of grill, but according to Yaakov Emden, and others, uh, this is Rabban Gamliel II, who served as a Nasi in the Sanhedrin in Yavna, following Chorban Bayashemi. We have other examples in the Mishnah, in the Gemara, that certain Achronim, like uh, the Nitziv and Ratzir Hershkechayis, believe to suggest that, yes, we continued to bring Chorban Pesach long after Chorban Bayashemi. For instance, the uh, Gemara Sanhedrin, which talks about the Ma'aber. Shana and how it was asked for Rabbi Gamliel. So, I mean, this, is, this, is, this, this too suggests that the Korban Pesach was offered following Korban Mayashin. As I mentioned, Sears, Chayat has. The Gemara Pesachim, it says, says, Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira, Atta ben Tzivin, ben Mutsudasa, Prusa, Yerushalayim. He says that happened after the Korban, that's what he claims. So, he says that from there also, you see that they, they brought it even though there was no bias. And so why don't we do it today then? If we could get it, why don't we do it today? Right, right, right. So I, I, I just, I, I just want to before before we move on to that, um, you know, it, it's possible as late as the sixth century, if you could imagine, Jews were still bringing a korban pesach. The sixth century Greek historian Procopius records how the Byzantine emperor Justinian issued a gzera prohibiting the Jews from bringing Korban Pesach, and those who did bring Korban Pesach were forced to pay heavy fines, again, suggesting that they continued to bring Korban Pesach as late as the 6th century. So there is, as you mentioned... Uh, but it is astounding. You would agree it's, it's a little astounding that it's not brought in the Gemara, no? It's a sta- well, the question is, maybe, you know, for, for various reasons, they didn't want to discuss it the favorish in the Gemara. Again, okay. as I said, according to... You know, according to uh, Yaakov Emden and Steve and Rebbeir Shchayet, the Korban Pesach continued to be brought following Korban uh, Bayis Sheni. And as I said, you don't need to have a base Hamikdash standing. Right. So why do we bring it today? Oh, uh, so, so that's the Shiloh. So again, there is a, a geopolitical issue. You know, um, 
uh, one of the famous chubos on the topic is that of the Chassam Sofer in Yeridea Reishlamidvav, where he was actually asked by his father-in-law, Rabbi Kiva Eger, with his father-in-law through Zivu Pshenik. They were about the same age. And, and they were asked, you know, maybe we could get permission from, uh, from, from the, the, uh, the ruling powers. Yeah, it's an astonishing, an astonishing shiva. Yeah. To bring, to bring, uh, the court on Pesach. And, uh, yeah, it would seem that, you know, assuming they would get permission, indeed you would be able to bring the court on Pesach. Some of the issues that is raised, uh, issues that are raised in that shuva, uh, are, are issues that were already raised before by Ishtoria Tarchi in his Kastor Vaserach, um, where he describes how Rabbi Chiel of Paris, or, or possibly Rabbi Nuchananel, or Rabbi Chayim, in some versions in 1257, uh, came to Yerushalayim wanted to bring korbanos, and uh, for a number of reasons, it's assumed that they wanted to ask to bring the korban Pesach, one of them being the Shkoli Tzibur, right? You know that you have to purchase the korbanos, the korbanos Tzibur, from the Shkoli Tzibur, from the public coffers, if you will, and uh, we don't have Shkoli Tzibur. Okay, maybe we could collect, but Rabbi Yaakov ended that no, they need to be purchased from the Shkoli Tibor, the exception being Korban Pesach. That's just one of the uh, advantages that Korban Pesach has over other Korbanos, making it easier to be brought. So in this, in this incredible tshuva of Achasim Sofer, he discusses, he mentions you know, how already in the 14th century, the pastor of Aserach was discussing this, Mikhail Mitariz, who came on Aliyah following, um, you know, what, what, what happened with the, the disputations in Paris, which led to the burning of the Talmud of Paris, etc., he settles in Akko and establishes the yeshiva there. He describes how he wanted to bring korbanos and, and restore the avodah. And some of the issues that uh, the Hassan Sofer discusses in his tshuva is with regards to Tuma, with regards to Vigdei Kahuna. And this tshuva is really a response to Ritzvi Hirsch Kalisher, who you had mentioned before. Ritzvi Hirsch Kalisher was a Talmud. Rabbi Kiva Eger, who's a Prussian proto Zionist, one of the Nevatri Tzion. And he believed his, his vision of, of the ultimate Geula for Kali would be that we'd come back to the land of Israel. But even before we were to build the Beis HaMikdash, we would begin by bringing Korbanos, like they did, as I mentioned, during the days of Ezra and Nehemiah, and the Shiva on the days of Ezra and Nehemiah. Now, I want to point, just, I want to point out one thing. You know, 50 or maybe 100 years before Herzl, Rebetzvihersh Kalash really had the same idea. Let's go back to Eretz Yisrael and start Davoida again. Right? You call them the Mavastre Tzien, the Chayvave Tzien, but there was a, you know, a streak of Rabbanim who really wanted to go up and, and, and go back to Eretz Yisrael. He was one of the Chayvave Tzien, was a group of Rabbanim. And, and so Herzl got it, you know, he, he made it more you know, public and I guess he more actionable, but the idea, the seed of the idea really came from him. Let's go back. Absolutely. Absolutely. So talk us through talk us through the problems of okay, okay here, you ha, you you, you got the Arabs back somehow you you moved it away you got the Arabs out whatever from the or you got permission whatever the case may be now they come to you I mean you're the expert in the union what are the issues we know that there's no bias we're going to go with the Shitas Arambam of Kedusha Shaina Kitchel Shaita Lasid Lavi talking to Rambam Rivi whether it is Kedusha Bismanaza but so you're going to name one we pass it like the Rambam that's an assumption by the way now what's to stop us. Walk right. the so through the, the issues. So, right. So, the, the, so, so we said a common misconception is, wait a minute, you don't have a base of mikdash. Okay, so we said you don't need a base of mikdash to bring korbanos. Okay. Now, you mentioned uh, Tuma. Okay, so, so 
Uh, that, there's a, a real. We don't understand. Rabbi we don't have a paraduma today. Well, how, do you get, how do you shecht? The kehanim would be tame. How, how do you go up to the harabayis of your time? It's chayv chayv charis. So the Mishnah in Pesachim says that if the entire seaboard, or a majority of the seaboard, or all of the kohanim are tameim, okay, we say tuma hutribit seaboard. We bring the korbanos in a state of tuma. Now, it depends on what type of korban. Certain types of Korbanos can wait, right? However, a time-sensitive korban, let's say a korban uzman, like the korban Pesach, it has to be offered on the 14th, it has to be on the 14th. We say that a korban Sibor that is time-sensitive can be brought, it's Doche Shabbos, right? This is how the Rambam Paskins, in the Chosbiyas HaMikdash and other places, Doche Shabbos, and it's Doche Tumor. We say Tumor Hutcher B'Tzibor, or Chuya Hutcher B'Tzibor, whole, whole uh, discussion there. But if it's a time-sensitive Korban, that must be brought at a specific time, on a specific day, and it's a Korban Tzibor, it can be brought. Now, the Korban Pesach isn't exactly a Korban Tzibor. However, the Korban Pesach has the advantage that it, too, can be brought in a state of Tumor. Again, another example of how the Korban Pesach has other advantages, a number of advantages over other Korbanos, making it easier to be brought to Zman and Zman, and The Gemara says it's Muva Beknosia, it's Muva Beknosia, so it has a den of a carbon seeber. It's brought in mass. Right? It's this, it's this, uh, okay, so Toma, so we don't have a, pro- so we don't have a problem of a Beis HaMikdash. We don't have a problem of Tuma because okay. if Rav Kal Yisrael is Tame, Karim Pesach could be brought to Tuma. Continue. That what are the right. other and problems? So, so some people, so, but so some people ask, well, what, what about Pesach Sheni, right? Pesach Sheni is Dasko when it's just a handful of individuals, right? Like, like you have in the Torah. A handful of individuals came to the Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, you, you mentioned, you mentioned the whole discussion about the uh, sanctity of the Temple Mount, whether the sanctity is retained. So, so as he said, that also is a machlokis, machlokis tanoyim, amoroyim, machlokis rambam raivid, whether we say kitshul ashaita, kitshul asilava, whether it uh, retains its kedusha. So uh, we mentioned that, you know, Sears Talisher was really the one who, at least in, in recent centuries, the, is the one who inspires this whole discussion on the topic. He sends letters to uh, Amshel Meir Rothschild and to leading Postkin sends letters to his Rebbe, Rebbe Kiva Eger, and these letters make up the basis of his faith there, Drishas Leon. And his big chiddish was the following. Right? He said it's a machlokes. Machlokes, whether the Temple Mount retains its kedusha. So he said like this. He said, Mamonavshach. If Arabayas retains its kedusha, so you're being makriv on a mizbeach. But if not, you're makriv on a bama. Not off. It's a bummer. But that's not so precious. Who Except says that the sun will return to a heter bummer? So many contemporary boasts, like the Sipesach Frank and the Shalom and Arbach and the Sipel Yezer, they all took issue with this. They all took issue with this. Um, in addition, you know, the Chafet Chaim in his Lakute Halachos, his Vachos, says the following. Because we have to be machmir both for the Shitas Rambam and the Shitas Arayim. In other words, we're machmir when it comes to. Uh, the Harabayas not traipsing on forbidden areas. We assume that it's still the thing to do. So, but maybe we have to be machmir the other way for the Raivet that maybe there is no longer Kedusha and therefore we're not allowed to, to bring Korbanos there. Again, but wait, according to the Raivet, if there's no Kedusha, what's wrong? There's no Kedusha's Harabayas like the Raivet. Well, 
Right. So, so, so if, if you hold like the Ravid, if the Ravid is correct, so then how can you bring Korbanos? How can you erect the Mizbeah? So, yes, so, 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 if it's a, so you're saying, if it's a bomb, and if it's not a bomb, I just shechted a carbon on a, on a, on a stone. Correct. Correct. That was, that was the Chiddush, that was the major Chiddush of Ritzir Kalisher, but it's a Shiloh whether, you know, whether we, after the Korban, all of a sudden we return to a Heter Bamba. That's not so partial. Okay. So we have Mizbeah. You didn't discuss Mizbeah. Okay, okay. That's, that's a very, very important silence. So uh, the Gemara Zvachim says that there were three Nevi'im who ascended with the Jewish people from Bavel, Chagai, Zachariah, Malachi, and one of them testified that we can bring Korbanos, even though there is no bias, as you mentioned, and one of them testified that as to the, the dimensions of the Nizbeach, and one of them testified as to the location of the Nizbeach. And the Rambam in Hilchos Bechira, Beisah Bechira, in the second parak, has such a lashon that Hamizbeach mekomo bechuban biyotzer. The Makom Mizbeach is a, in a very precise location. So that is another issue that the Postkin uh, debated over. In other words, uh, we have a, the tshuva of uh, of Rav Cook who discusses this you know, again over the centuries, especially in the last. Uh, the last 200 years since Rishkiyos Kalisher, a lot of the major poskim uh, discussed the permissibility of bringing korbanos bichlal and korban pesach bifrat. And one of the issues is the, the makom hamizbeach. So we have a general sense of where the mizbeach stood, assuming that the major outcropping of bedrock underneath the dome of the rock is indeed the Evan Hashishia. Of course, that too is the subject of a lot of controversy and uh, you know much debate. But but if we assume that that is indeed the place where the Aaron stood, and that uh, was the the center, so to speak, of the base of Mikdash, so we can, based on the, the uh, measurements we have, the dimensions we have in the Sechus Midos and elsewhere, uh, we can assume the general location of where the the Mizbeach is. Now, first of all, why is it so important that the location of the Mizbeach be so precise? Well. Uh, according to the, the Midrashim that the Rambam brings in the whole base of Chira, that's where the earth was taken to form Adama Rishon, and that's where Adam brought a Korban to Hashem, and that's where Cain and Hevel and Noah brought Korbanos, that's the place of Akedas Yitzchak, and where David and Shlomo brought their Korbanos. So you can understand why, according to the Rambam, it has to be in a very specific place. Some say, well, maybe, maybe it's not Lee Kuva. In other words, the question of the Rambam is, Hamizbeach mekomo mechuba biyose. As I said, the Gemara Zvachim says, one of the Nevi'im testified as to the location of Mizbeach. Some say, well, nevertheless, maybe it's not Lee Kuva. Others give a, a, a different terrace and suggest, well, maybe we can create a minimal Mizbeach, not the smallest Mizbeach, an Amma by an Amma, within the general larger area in which the Mizbeach stood. Okay. So that's, that's, as you said, another issue, the place of, of the Mizbeach. Once we're talking about the Mizbeach, there's some other issues with regard to Mizbeach. The, um, the Mishnah Menachos says that the Mizbeach must be offered, or must be inaugurated, rather, by, by bringing a Tomid Shel Okay, a Tomid Shel Now, as I mentioned, Yaakov Emden and others questioned the, the uh, possibility to bring Korbanos to Manazeh, as we don't have Shkali Tzibor. You need Shkali Tzibor to purchase the Korban Tomid. So how are you going to inaugurate a Mizbeach for the Korban Talmud if you don't have Shkali Tzibor? Okay, I, I don't understand why they would just suggest collecting Shkali Tzibor. In fact, you have an organization today in Yerushalayim that is collecting Shkali Tzibor. But in any case, uh, Rasi Pesach Frank had an interesting finish. He said, well, maybe because Korban Pesach imposes a punishment of kares 
if it's not brought, if you don't eat from the Korban Pesach, very serious. So maybe that would override the requirement in the Mishnah, in the Nachos, of inaugurating the Mizbeach with a Tamit Shel Shachar. And then once you start bringing Korbanos on it, once you brought a Korban Pesach on it, the Mizbeach would presumably be usable. In other words, that would be enough to, to inaugurate the Mizbeach. So for the point of Mizbeach, you're saying that the Mokrim of the uh, Avon Shesia, where, where the dome is, uh, many accept to be the Mokrim HaMizbeach, and yeah, you would do it with, with, within that area. Now, it's interesting, you know, there are some new, in, in the last 50 years, some Israeli scientists said they could actually, you know, using infrared, tell you the Mokrim HaMizbeach, because the Gemara says is that all of the Harabayas was keeping, keeping, so that it was made under... Um, was made. It was built on tunnels so that if there was a tamei mace, the tumma wouldn't be oila, except for the makam That was the bridge. Yeah. So they said they could actually identify. So let's say for a minute we could identify the makam hamizbeach, right? We control the temple, the, the, the harabayas, tumma hutra b'tzibur. We know where the mizbeach is. What are the next issues? Okay. So again, once we're talking about the mizbeach and, and bringing korbanos and the advantages that Korban Pesach has over other Korbanos, making it easier to be offered. Now, the, the Mishnah Zavachim says that every Korban must be brought with a Reach Nichoach, right? Reach Nichoach. But the Pasuk in the Torah says in Vayikra Chavav, in Asatia Es Arechem Chorbav, Ashimoti Es Mikdoshechem, the Lo Ariach Bereach Nichochem. Hashem says He's going to destroy our Beis Amigdosh, and He says, I'm not going to want to smell your satisfying aroma, your reach nichoach. So, uh, Rav Yaakov Etlinger, who was responding to Yerushkalasher, in uh, a tshuva at the very beginning of his tshuva, Binyan Sion, the first tshuva there, in fact, the reason why his, his tshuvas are called Binyan Sion is for this very reason. So he writes, oh, you see that when there is no base amigdash, when we are in Golas, so Hashem doesn't want our korbanos, he doesn't want our reach nichoach, and responding to this, then it seed writes in a number of places, Where's the one place by which Korban, the Torah does not mention the Reach Nichoach? That's in the context of the Korban Pesach. Implying that the Korban Pesach can indeed be brought even following the Korban Abayas. And it's even a number of places brings examples, as we mentioned before, of how they continue to bring Korbanos, that's the Korban Pesach, even following Korban Abayas. And then it's actually based this on, on the Pasuk, Shomor es Chodesh Ha'avi. You know, the Torah, uh, the, the Torah, it charges us with the mitzvah to, to preserve, to observe, to safeguard the, the month of the springtime, Chag Pesach. And it doesn't only mean that Pesach has to fall out in the springtime, as we know, but for the mitzvah, it also means that we, we have to preserve and safeguard and continue, and continue offering the Korban Pesach, even following the Korban Abayas, even when there is right. a so, 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 so the mitzvah says there's no issue of reach nichayach, which is by the way a chiddush of darach lomer. You don't see like the Rambam brings the halach of reach nichayach. So it's uh, but this problem of the binyan siyin in shuvah aleph, he, he says you don't have by psachim and we could do away with. So what's the next issue? Why? And my okay. question is why? Let's go back to the samsayfer. Samsayfer says, can you get control of it so we could bring a carbon pesah? So yeah. today we yeah. can have control. It, it so, sounds, so what are the next it, issues? It sounds- it sounds like from it sounds like from the Chassid Sofer that you know he he says the the one uh, whichever uh, Sultan had control of the time he calls him a Captain Godel right but it sounds like without that uh, you know yes the Chassid Sofer saw that that it, it may be so possible. it could be that so what's the next issue some of the okay so some of the other issues which we haven't discussed yet would be let's say Kohanim Yuchasi 
I'm a Kohen. How, how, why am I a Kohen? Because my father is a Kohen. Because his father is a Kohen, right? But we are Kohanim through Chazaka. You know, you have today maybe some Kohanim in Jerba and other places that claim they are Kohanim Yuchosim. They have uh, a, a safer Yuchosim going back to Kohanim that served in the base of Mikdash. But the question is, who can offer these Korbanos? Who can work in the base of Mikdash? You have to be a Kohanim So the question well, is, are, are there Kohanim Yuchosim? And, 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 and that was the letter that Rabbi Kivega wrote to um, the uh, Rabbi Hirsch Scholarship. We do have it. He says, there was a whole to do whether, do you have a Cheskis Kahuna? Don't you have a Cheskis Kahuna? I, I put to you, I mean, would it be possible? Yeah. You know, today they have the Kayan gene. Oh, that's a good question. So they have a new scientific where they can actually track who is a Kayan or not, a Kayan gene. Would you say that Rabbi Kiva would agree that if we could actually do a DNA test and say this person is a Kayan through the Kayan gene, that this problem would become moot? So I haven't gone for DNA testing, um, but I don't think you even have to go that far. Uh, the reason for the concern is that Ezra Asofer required Kohanim to prove their Yichud. Okay, uh, this is uh, Sefer Ezra, Perik Beis, and Sefer Nechemia, Perik Zion, and he only allowed Kohanim Yuchasim to serve in the base of Mikdash. Okay, well, so some explain, yeah, but that was maybe a century after the Churban. He had the luxury to be able to do that. Nowadays, you, you, you could not insist on that, all right? Just, you know, it, it, it's, it's not realistic, and in fact, the, uh, the Chasim Sofer, in that Shuba that we mentioned, rules that indeed Kohanim Muchzakin would be allowed to bring Korbanos. It's enough just to have a Chazakin. After all, as we know, Kohanim today, we assume even uh, Kohanim through Chazak, uh, Kohanim Muchzakin are Kohanim for all intents and purposes. We allow them to uh, recite the bracha over Yerkes Kohanim and the bracha that they don't have been. And we don't assume that they're not Kohanim just because of Chazaka. So Chazaka is very strong. And again, perhaps Ezra's insistence on Kohanim Yuchasim was either, as Kalisher explained, because so many Kohanim had intermarried. You know, that in, say for Ezra and Nehemiah, they're talking about the tremendous, tremendous sin of the exile, intermarriage. And, uh, and as I said, you know, Ezra, according to some, had the ability to insist on Kohanim Yuchasim, because this was only a few generations after Chorban Bayes Rishon. Okay, nowadays, it would not be possible. But um, again, you know... I mean, Rabbi Kivagin, his letter brings the Marshal. He says... He says, "Nira l'sharoy l'hach." Rabbi Kiva brings from Narshal. "Sharoy l'hach b'blesser harame b'zmanazeh afilu pirish l'kayin me'acher shabavene seinu harabim einlo neyuches k'moshe b'zmanabais." He should not be giving matnas kahuna to kaihanim. The Marshal brings and the Magen Avram and Rachel. But I just wonder whether new technology would they would say, "Hey, you know, you, as good as a as good as a ksav yiches is a is a is a kayin gene." Right, the Aruch, the Aruch HaShulchan uh, in, uh, in Yoridea discussing Tidyon Abedasim, but uh, Kohanim Bismanazeh are Kohanim for all intents and purposes. And as I mentioned, the Chassim Sofer passed into the Tshuva, that it's not the Yikuva. In other words, we, you see that Ezra insisted on this. The whole, the whole insistence is really based on how Ezra insisted on this. In fact, the Gemara records how Ezra himself didn't leave Babel before he could produce his very own safer Yuchotim. Right? Ezra was a coming as well. So, uh, Let's move past Kehanim Yuchotim. What's the next issue? Okay. One issue we haven't discussed yet is Big Day Kahuna. So that was something that Rabbi Kalisher and Rabbi Kiva Eger also discussed. And in the same is true of the Chassim Sofer. He didn't feel that that would be Le'ikuva. That, 
you know, without even without the, the, the clothing of the Kohen Godol, uh, you could still bring Korbanos. So Bikiva Eger was specifically concerned about the feet. Okay, seats and the the uh, he was worried about he was worried about Rabbi Kivega says Avnechoshen Tcheles Ahara Imed Lenegdi yeah correct correct and by the way what's interesting is this uh, Renaissance of Tcheles here especially in Eretz Yisrael you see a lot of people with Tcheles uh, and and the the renewed interest in Tcheles and what led really to the to the rediscovery of Tcheles in our days was not necessarily about Tcheles for the citizens. Or, uh, or you know, for 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 Yitalis, but really for the big day Kahuna, for the Tchelis for the big day Kahuna. So, and so, so, question, Rabbi Nadel, given that, that, right, that is, this is also not Likub. In other words, you could create, yes, you could create big day Kahuna. And by the way, you have every year a what they call a Hadgamat Korban Pesach. They reenact how the Korban Pesach. Was, was was brought. They shecht the little shepsula, and and they have Kohanim dressed in big day Kahuna. Even you know, they, well, they, you, they have Kohanim, and they have they have these Indovim uh, playing music and singing Hallel while they're while they're uh, shechting the korban pesach. It's a beautiful thing. I took my kids a few years ago to it. It's a wonderful educational experience, and really expresses our our desire to be able to. To restore the avod and bring the korban pesach, but as I said, the chassam sofer in the same is true that we keep quoting doesn't see doesn't see it as preventing. Unlike the unlike his father, unlike Rabbi Kiv Ego calls Tchelos. He says the har ha'emid kenegdi is what he can do with Tchelos. Right, right. I mean, the question is today, given given that we believe we have the Tchelos, so I just wonder, you know, it's a few hundred years later, so we, we believe we could figure out kehanim yuchasim. We believe we could the Tchelos. I personally wear trailers. I went through the sugya. I think it's Baruch HaKham Asambu. We did programs on it that it is the real trailers. So I just wonder, so let me ask you a different question. Given that today, the likelihood is, is greater than ever. I mean, we, you know, technically we have the Harabayas. You know, we, we know where the, we, many believe we know where the Makam is. We know we have trailers. Many of us believe we have the trailers. You could figure out who Akarin Miochas is. The Belzerov famously, as well as the, um, the, the great Ramash from Chabad, they said that a person should leave Yerushalayim, or he, he didn't say a person, he said a, he said a person, uh, you know, a, a, a big medagdik bemitzvah, I, I don't know, Zach Nusach, should leave Yerushalayim around Pesach time, so he shouldn't be over the Isser of, of not bringing a Karim Pesach, which is, a chay, which is one yeah. of the two essays that have a Chayiv Krisis. First of all, I'm curious. Yeah, it's recorded in Lakute Sichos in the twelfth volume, that following the six day war, Lubavitch Rebbe, whose hundred uh, twentieth birthday was just observed, he told his Hasidim to leave Yerushalayim before Pesach and Pesach Shein, by the way, lest they be held accountable for having the ability to bring the Korban Pesach and not doing so. There's a whole interesting flurry of correspondence between him, the Rebbe, and Shlomo Yosef with regards to, regards to Pesach Shein, because that's, that's not so posh. Pesach Rishon is brought in a state of Tum, as he mentioned, similar to the Tzibor, not so clear that Pesach Shein is also uh, and he writes, Rabbi Zevin writes to him, Rabbi Zevin, I believe, writes to him in astonishment. He said, how could you be machber on something when so many hundreds of thousands of Jews live in Yerushalayim and they don't leave, and I guess it's impossible for them to leave. So how could you? But regardless, he held that, yeah. you know, there could be a shayla of, of not, of a chiyiv. So first of all, do you, do you personally leave Yerushalayim for the first days? <laughs> no. You don't? No. I, so the, I say look, you could ask you could ask whether whether Harnof is Yerushalayim. You know, it's not Yerushalayim. It's not Yerushalayim on the Kudeshes. But but really, well, the, the, well, let me ask you this: Do they keep Do they keep two really, days? Of, no, the which issue, day do you keep Purim in Harnof? 
No, the issue, yeah, right. The issue is not whether it's, it's Yerushalayim or not. The issue really is whether you have a derech rechoka. In other words, what, what exactly... I think it's, what is it, 32, 32 mil, 32 mil. So the Pashas Harnof so, would be not derech rechoka. So do you leave or not? Right, no, no, no. Why and, not? And what's, what's interesting, what people don't realize, what people don't realize is that the Lubavitcher Rebbe, you know, this is following the Six-Day War, he issued this stock with this tremendous euphoria, uh, you know, Harabayas Biyadenu, and then um, over the years, as years went by, in 1975, it already became, it became clear that the political reality would not allow for the Kodan Pesach to be offered, and so the Lubavitcher Rebbe in 1975 formally retracted his rule. In other words, yes, there, there, there are a lot of uh, things to suggest that you know, yeah, we can bring Korban Pesach Bismanazah. Okay, we'd have to answer certain shilas. We'd have to, uh, you know, deal with certain halachic hurdles. And by the way, the Chazon Ish writes in, in uh, Evan Ezra Chalit Beis, where he's discussing this issue of Kohana Miyuchasim that we discussed, he said that, yeah, okay, we can, it's, you, you, you can bring Korban Pesach Bismanazah. And he says, if you are given Rishus to bring Korban Pesach, he says, Ein Levata, Bishil She'ein Lanu. In other words, the subject is dikas daladi malus. It's enough just to go back and look at, you know, four mothers, four generations to prove that they're they're Jewish. The guy says he's a kohen. He's a kohen through That's enough. And and if we are given permission, we see that the chazanish himself, people don't realize this, was uh, was was uh, all for the korban pesach. And not only the chazanish, again, the chassim sofer, Yaakov Emdin, Rosh Chayis. There's a tradition that the Vilna Gon encouraged his Talmudim. We don't encourage the Talmudim to come on Aliyah and bring it out to the Ula, the Derech There's a tradition that the Vilna Gon encouraged Talmudim to bring Korban Pesach should they be given permission to do so. Okay, and there's this, this old Minog, old Minog Yerushalayim from the Talmudim of the Gra that they, they bring a celibias. You know, uh, they, they uh, uh, take a little, a little sheep or a little goat and they bring it into the house, you know, Shemiyah Bonnet. That they should be ready if the base of should be should be built, or if we, if we said we don't need the base of if we're able to erect the mizbeach, that they're ready. Again, expressing this this chuka, expressing this sincere desire to bring the korban pesach. So, so Rabbi Rabbi why don't you? Those who don't, why why those who disagree with the Lubavitch Rebbe, explain the crux of the disagreement. Well, again, we saw there are shilas, there are seikos. You know, maybe not everyone agrees with the chassid so fair. Or with Ritzir's Kalisher, as I said, the Chafetz Chaim and his Lakuta Halachos says that we have to be machmir for the Deya of the Raivid, that maybe Harabayas doesn't have Kidusha Bismanazeh, and who says that you can bring the Korban Pesach on Obama Bismanazeh, like Ritzir's Kalisher, and all these different things. Who says that the big day Kahuna are not Likuva, and who says that we can, we can uh, bring uh, Korbanos with uh, Kohan and Muxlaki, maybe we need a Kohen Miyuchot? It's a Suffolk it's it's Karis. Why wouldn't you leave Alta Suffolk Karis? Well, the question is, what's, you're right, and, and in fact, that's what the Lubavitcher Rebbe was concerned for, and that's what Sri Pesach Frank said allows you to bring a Korban Pesach on a Nizbeach without first inaugurating it with the Tamid Shalshacha. Because it imposes a chi uh, of courage, yeah, and that's and that's what what promotes many to say we we have to bring it. Korban Pesach is one of the only mitzvot. Uh, it's one of two positive commands like that, that imposes or carries the penalty of courage. Korban Pesach and Mila, right, which, which have a lot of uh, thematic connections. But you are you are absolutely correct. Why not? Why not? Okay, so 
again, we're, we're, there's a geopolitical issue as well. No, no, no. I mean, why not leave Yerushalayim? That's, I mean, why not leave Yerushalayim? That's what I meant. Why not, why not leave Yerushalayim? Because I think Lamaisa, we're, we're not able to really bring it. In fact, in, in recent years, there's been a, a, a tremendous renewed interest in Korban Pesach and learning about Korban Pesach and bringing Korban Pesach. Uh, there are a number of organizations that offer people to purchase a manui, a share, in a Corbin Pesach, should they be able to bring a Corbin Pesach, right? They, they try to raise some money, and they've even gotten in recent years the uh, Haskamos of different Doi Torah. Among them, Rav Kanievsky, that's how he, he gave them his Haskama, uh, this, this business of, of uh, purchasing a, a manui in a Corbin Pesach, should be allowed to bring the Corbin Pesach, and uh, every year there's a group that petitions the Supreme Court here in Israel to be allowed to bring the Korban Pesach, and every year the petition is summarily denied. And every year there's some chedra who, you know, who try Erev Pesach to get close to the Harabayas with a little sheep, with a little uh, goat, and uh, they're arrested. In fact, just before this interview, I saw, uh, it's already been reported in the Israeli media that there were four individuals who were arrested trying to bring the Korban Pesach. I don't know, it's a little bit early. We haven't right. been, uh, but but yeah, bottom line is, Rabbi Nadal, you're, yeah. well, you're saying that even though you could potentially do it, for geopolitical issues, Lamaisa, there is no Mizbeach, you can't get up. So everybody is an INS. Look, I think there are halachic hurdles that the post him. Right, but even if you could, at the, so at the end of the day, you're an Inus, and Inus Rachman the Patre, so if you're in Yerushalayim, why leave? You're an Inus, and any Inus is, is Patre, so there would be, so there certainly is no Chiv Karis, absolutely, because of the Inus. So you have to understand what the Lubavitcher Rebbe believe, why he said they should go, because everybody agrees you can't bring one. I think nowadays, I think nowadays, Lamaisa, you would not be able to bring one. The Haraya, these four guys who just got arrested before this interview, for heading towards the Harabayas with a, a sheep in the car, okay? So I would and, just say uh, to, to explain... It's possible, the, the, it's possible the, that, that the Lubavitcher Rebbe, he felt that after the Six-Day War, Harabayas be Adenu, right? Before we gave the keys back to the walk, before we gave them control back, he, he may have really felt, again, as part of that great euphoria uh, of, of, of having... Yeah, but he never rescinded it. Shalayim, he never rescinded that sack. No, he, he never did in 1975. Oh, he did I resend said, it. In 1975, after it became clear that the, the political reality would not allow us to bring the Korban Pesach, the Lubavitcher Rebbe retracted this. Interesting. He did in 1975. I did not know that. Yes. Yes, he did. See, I, 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 it's, it's, it's possible, Rabbi Nadal, that even if you can't bring it, because there's a tour of Oynes, but... Maybe there are people who are saying, I don't want to be machdas myself into a tour of Oynes. Like an Oynes doesn't mean, okay, you could clear. Does an Oynes mean now it's a lechatchila? Or does an Oynes mean, really, you have a tour of Oynes, so you got away with one. But it's not a lechatchila. And you see that Lamashal, many halachas in Shulchavarach, you see, like in Reishmem Dawid, by leaving with a ship, you, in a Kiddurishayim, if you could, even if on Shabbos, you'll be in Oynes, you have to be Shabbos, they said, don't do it, don't be machdis yourself into a matzah of Oynes. So it could be that there's a, there are people who leave because they say, I don't want to be an Oynes. I don't want to say, I was high of Karas, but I was an Oynes, and that's why I got off. I, I, want to, I don't want to. I'm just saying that there is a, a whole a whole mahalach of to, uh, yeah. Maybe that's everyone goes to the family or hotels for uh, for yantis. There you go. But I, I think the reality is, unfortunately, that no, due to the geopolitical situation right now, even if we could answer all of these interesting shilas and and concerns that we mentioned, 
I, I think, unfortunately, it's, it's not the reality, Bismarck, yeah. just yet. But again, we have to, to the entire time until we can eventually be Zohar to bring the Korban Pesach, we have to continue to discuss these issues and debate them and learn about these halachos, so that ultimately one day we can be Zohar to bring the Korban Pesach. As I mentioned, the Korban Pesach possesses a number of advantages over other korbanos, making it easier to be offered Bisman Azeh. Rabbi Nadal, this was fascinating. Thank you very much. And Thank you so much for having me. We should be Zoche, as we say in the Brach of Asheg Alanu, to eat from the Zvachim. Amen. Thank you so much for Amen. having me. Joining us from Lakewood, New Jersey, is Rabbi Benjamin Feldman. He's a Mechaber of Machon Lezvir Beisecha, and he wrote a sefer on Karben Pesach Bezman Welcome, Rabbi Benjamin. Shalom. So, Rabbi Benjamin, walk us through, you know, we don't have a lot of time, so you wrote 180 pages, but walk us through, should we, today, you know, Harabayas is so-so in Israeli territory, even though it's controlled by the Arabs for the most part. If there was some way to get control of Harabayas, could we bring a Karben Pesach Bezman the embassies I did not go into Bezmanazeh at all. Due to the many shittas I was trying to look through it and I was convinced by more than one shittas. More than one shittas sounds very good and very convincing, so I don't know. So I did not go in at all to Bezmanazeh. I went into Bezmanazeh and Mikdash. But that's when you go through all the halachas of Korban Pesach. So if you get some here to bring Korban Pesach, besides for the question of Bezmanazeh, we have to know all the rest of the details. It's a lot to learn and a lot to do. <laughs> So why don't you fill us in, and what are the details of bringing a carbon Pesach that we would have to know? One thing is for sure that we have to want to bring a carbon Pesach. And then I was very surprised from the Sefer, Mamma Shaga, phone calls from all over the world. People are interested in the kinds of carbon Pesach, more than all the Korbanos. But at we bring Korbanos every single day, even though we don't think so much about the carbon Tommy every day, but carbon Pesach, every year has an service. And we all think and miss the carbon Pesach. The Maral says a beautiful thing, Kol Hamis Abba Lirushalayim, Zoyche Veroya Bebinyana. And Sheen Hamis Abba Lirushalayim, Eine Zoyche Veroya Bebinyana. So the Maral explains on a punishment, just if you miss Abba, you feel missing something, so you'll get it, and it'll be Zorcha to have it. If you're not missing anything, okay, so you're good to go. So, ain't a Zorcha, have a lot of binyana. That's for sure, the avoid of these days is to be more the rotten and the chukke and pack it to one and be Zorcha to bring this carbon. Okay, so if we pack and manage somehow, to, the easiest way to bring carbon Pesach will be if Moshiach comes. That'll be safe and easy and <laughs> we'll give all the, not just the fact that Israeli government, but um, yeah, so let's go through a little bit the state of carbon Pesach. So the first thing from Pesach is it needs to be Biku Mimum four days. You have to have sheep or goat after a year of age, year counts in hours and minutes, exactly from the time it was born, a full year, so then it's kosher to bring for Korban Pesach, and has to be clear for Mum, has to be checked four days in advance, four days before uh, Pesach, including uh, Pesach, and some of you have to check it each single day or in the beginning of the fourth days is enough, but we have to check it for four days and be not kimimum. Then you have to set together a chabura. A chabura means you have to have a group of people that are going to join you together for the Seder night and eating the Korban Pesach. And you have to make sure everyone has at least a kezayis. If everyone has a kezayis, uh, we're good to go and you can set a chabura, but it doesn't have to be such a big chabura. She said you need a kezayis lekalacha. What would be the halacha if you put together, you know, your 20 people, and it looked like, and then when they, when they, when they shafted the animal, they saw it was really had much less meat, and now only 19 of the 20 could get a kezayis, and one guy is, gonna, is not going to be able to get a kezayis, what would happen? And is, uh-huh. does it pass all the whole chabura or not? No, no, this, I, I don't know who is going to make a raffle, I don't know who they're going to leave out. But it doesn't pass all, but it doesn't pass all the whole chabura. 
No, by this one it will have to have a Pesach Sheni, I guess. Okay. Yeah, the miscalculation should be honest probably, and it's, it should be pushed off a Pesach Sheni. Now, when do you have to create the Chabura? Like, could, could you create the Chabura, Pesach, Erev Pesach in the afternoon, while they're doing the Shechitah, or does it have to be done in advance? So, theoretically, if this fellow was in Nazari, he could run around Nazari finding somebody, another Chabura, that maybe has room for one other person. Yes, yeah. But once, if they found that at night, which is probably when they would find out, because that's when they would... Probably after the yeah, thing. then it was too late for him. He would have to bring a face off Shani. Okay, yeah. continue. Uh, I, I believe since the Oilem were really groggy, they used to check themselves, so now meat was now bought in the grocery store. So I guess the Oilem knew exactly how to calculate the average, and even the roasting, I think, the meat, after it's roasted, goes like uh, close to half of the size sometimes. Okay. So I guess, I guess so you, sp- have to so you spoke about carbon, you spoke about Chabura, continue. Yeah, now in every Chabura you have to have just, in order to set up the Chabura, first of all you have to have a Shoichet, the one that goes after this Amigdash, he's the one shechting the, the Korban Pesach. After shechting, he has to be pretty good at all the rest of the avoiders, you know, he has to know how to do the Hefshet. The Hefshet you have to do carefully, not to take off. Sometimes when you skin the sheep, you leave some, uh, grab some piece of meat, the meat is part of the Korban, you don't want to pass all those meat, so you have to know that the Hefshet good, and then opening up the inside, taking out the Chalavim, all the Chalavim, and that, I guess, the Nico we do today includes a lot of Chumras and a lot of uh, Minhagim that we do, and a bunch of them we don't do in Kachim, since that's uh, hectish, and you do only what's Mikaradin. It's uh, a bunch of Shittas and Rishonim, exactly what we do take out and what we don't take out. After the Nico, okay, so you have to do the Shchita, the Hefshet, take out the Chalavim, and that's, uh, I'm saying, when you set up the Chabur, you have to have one that knows everything. And another important piece of information when you set up the Chabur is you have to have someone that's not a Mephonic. Because uh, we buy all the meat we buy usually in the stores, so the good pieces and the solid nice pieces. Then besides for that, we have all the pieces going into the Kolkos and the Salam and all those places. And some even go to the garbage. It's the lungs and the kidneys and the heart and the lips and the eyes and all edible pieces, the robbery pieces, not such gishmaki pieces. Everything needs to be eaten up. Shouldn't be any noise. So when it's the Chabura, some get the good pieces, and the rest get not such good pieces. So you have to take it in mind, keep it in mind to have someone that's not Mephonic to be able to finish and not leave Chas Shalom any noise off. Could they make yeah. a frankfurter out of those pieces? If you have time, after the night, after it's roasted, uh, I don't think it's going to work out, technically speaking. But yeah. Now, let me ask you, on, on the carbon Pesach, were you allowed to use any sauces you want, any, any flavorings you wanted, or no? The shas roasting, you could, uh, yeah, when you, before you roast it, you kashmir with any sourcing, if they take it kosher pesach, um, yeah. And after- the halacha is, has to be tzli and amevushu. Yeah, but afterwards, after it's roasted, could you, uh, could you put, I don't know, a, a barbecue sauce on it after it's roasted? After it's roasted, I don't think so, because it's going to be in the time. But the shas you roasted, let's say that it's the meaning of the shas you roast, you add flavoring, that's more Okay, that's so you're that's saying that's somebody's going to be unlucky and he's going to get the eyeball. Yes. But, you know, we could try to be feeling, give him a piece of the ribstick, and I will, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but everything needs to be eaten up. Okay, continue. Fine, so after we set up the Chabura, we get ready, we go up to the Beis Hamikdash. It's to use our clock, it's the Erech. 3 o'clock afternoon, in the average amount, not the exact timing, but around 3 o'clock. That's the time we go up to the Bishamikdash. In Bishamikdash, the halacha is, Korban Pesach, is Nikav Bisholish Kitas, three separate groups, and we have around three and a half hours. This is Mana Kor's Korban Pesach. So it's three and a half hours dividing with three groups. It says in the Gemara that the last group is a smaller group because everyone wants to be a Zahriz, not to be a Shlat Panatik on the last opportunity you have. So the two first Chaburas were big Chaburas, and the next one is not going to be such a big Chaburas. Here we go up, and um, 
the place we have is Azori. The Shechita Sitkachim Kalim is being Nishchat only in the Azori, which means as a Kehanim, as a Kehanim, and as a Sisol. It's the only place you could be. And to go in the Mokim and Mizbeach is really Machloik is a Shoinim. If you want to be safe, it's only those two places, Mamash, as a Sisol, and as a Kehanim. And to be Kehanim, it's a Malam Derechatev, how everyone could get in there, because it's not a big place at all. And if we make the Hashem, it's not Mitzah Mikdash, the room everyone had was bearish two by two inches. That's the room five centimeters by five centimeters. That's the room everyone had to stand. It's not the chateva, but with amigdash is no gvulim and no teva. Everything worked out beautifully. After the shkite, we have to have a coin ready right next to you to do kabbalah sedam. It also takes a cup down. The halachah is if to be mekabel, everything becomes there. To wait till all the dam comes out. And then, like the Gemara Mishnah said, they had the lines going up from the Mokamashkite up to the Mizbeach. And there's a letter the Raymoy writes that it took them 30 days to practice, just to pass over the Mizrakim. It took them 30 days to practice for the bigger voider to send their blood up to the Mizbeach. And one of the hardest points in this voider is the big Kihuna are white and has to be white, has to be spotless clean. One dad of blood is the avoid puzzle. And the coin, I think, is even Chayav Mitzvah if he does it as a So they have to make sure with all this squish and access and all this uh, avoid this pest blood with rivers, still we have to have the big lacoon is passed clean and one that the blood should drip down. So it's uh, to keep in mind by the practice. Now, so we do the shechita, the coin is makam the blood, the coin uh, makes, the Yisrael making a bracha, Shekishan says it's on the shechita, the coin makes a bracha shekichanu b'kedushase shel aharoin. All the avoiders, the bracha b'kesamitas we add, shekichanu b'kedushase shel aharoin, v'tzivanu al kabol azdam, maybe al kabol azdam Pesach, we'll have to have Esdes and Hedlin when it comes to my set of machlokes exactly the Nusach bracha, and he send the blood after the Mizbeach. The Mokim Zrikas Adam is Pashtas, wherever we have a Yesoid, which is two sides of the Mizbeach, where you have a Yesoid, so anywhere on top of the Yesoid. Shvicha Achas Kenegel Yesoid. There is a Shvicha, the Rambam and Sam Rishonim, the only in the two corners. The corners they have a Yesoid. So according to that, be much more complicated. All the Kahanim should wait impatiently, I guess, and get to the Yesoid, a specific spot, and be able to do the Zrika Sadam. Now, a few halachas, just when you go up to the Azorah, uh, when you get to every Yisrael also. When you go up to the Azorah, you go in, and you turn to Yemin. That's halacha, always you go over to Yemin. So go to Harabais, and you take, you turn to your right, until you get to Shahar Azara. No shoes, you have to leave the shoes out. I have no idea where they left the shoes. It's a huge care, of thousands and thousands, millions of people going up. And maybe I guess they left the shoes at home, walk with their shoes, be the easiest way to do it. And the Minigis, like we see in the Gemogos and Chazal, they used to carry the sheep on their shoulders. I don't know if it's Bedavke or just practically speaking, it's the easiest. We find in Ilchas Gandav Gazlan, in the Gemogos, that's considered a bizarre a little bit to carry a sheep on your shoulders, but could be Adrav that they did it there, bizarre to you, Mavazes themselves covered them inside, I don't know. But there was the Minig, they took the carry the sheep or the goat on their shoulders and take it up to the Azara. You have to be very careful not to mix with anyone else, because if you lose your sheep, you're in deep trouble because you're already Mimuna on this ship. Don't forget to be Makhdish Chom Pesach when you go up to the Azara. The Minig was to be Makhdish Chait before you go into the Azara, not to be Moel, the Hekdash. The Seder Advarim wants to give the sheep or the goat to drink before the Shechita, because it makes the Hefshet much easier. After the sheep drinks a lot of water, the skin comes off much easier. If they have a sack in Shechita, make sure to have a sack in Baduk. Even though all the Korbanans of Bishamikdash were shechted with Bishamikdash, it's nice. Here in Korban Pesach, it's Mavur in Mishnah, against Sugius, the Esmond brought up the knife. I don't know why, could be just technically and practical if everyone has their own knife and a sack in Baduk, he's ready to shecht. Now, 
after the shechita, like we say, we do the hefshet. In order to do the hefshet, we hang up the sheep of the goat. So in Azorah, we had many, 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 many hooks all around to hang up. Everyone, as I say, the words, they used to bring sticks and stick into the foot. The foot has like the foot and the muscle there. He could squeeze, he could make a little hole and put in a stick. You hang on your shoulders and the, someone standing right next to you. Between you two, you hang the sheep and skin it out. Take off the skin, and then is the avoid of taking out taking out the emurim. And the emurim we put in in a bucket, bamogis, as it says in the Mishnah. And it says in Tzesef, you can put many emurim together in the same bucket, and then it's being sent to the mizbeach. The shasta goes onto the mizbeach. The halacha is two halachas. You have one halacha is you have to put all the emurim from each carbon together. Now first this piece and then that piece has to be together, and each carbon has to be separate. So you have all the emurim in this carbon separate, each one and so. So if they used to put a bunch of a murim in the same bucket, I don't know exactly how they kept it separate. We have plastic bags, they didn't have, but today I guess we'll have a plastic bag and put every emurim of every carbon stuff in the plastic bag before you go, you go up to the mezbeach. You have to do the melicha for the emurim, put a big pile of salt on the kavash, the coin salts the emurim and throws it onto the mezbeach, on the fire. And this is an interesting here, the Chazanish says, the halacha is you have to throw the emurim on the fire. If you have a piles and piles and piles of emurim, so why is it considered on the fire? You're putting the emurim on top of the other emurim. So the Chazanish says, no, everything is on the fire. The whole thing is on the fire. Another interesting piece of information was very interesting, which has the Hakoros Korban Pesach. The Mishnah says, usually they had a system, the blood drain, should drain air to go air the Azara. They had the Amasamayim, which was going through the Azara, and all the blood went into there and straight air. Pesach, the Mitzvah, to show the Chavivis and the Chashivis and the Ribbe HaKorbanas, used to close, lock up the Amasamayim. I guess the Mitzvah, the water should not lock it from both sides. It shouldn't go out and nothing should come in and the, the blood was collecting as well higher and higher and higher other kuva is saying badam even if you take it as a guzma it was not a total kuva but it was still a lot of blood a lot of blood and they put up a special tages all over the azara in order the oil should the kehanim shouldn't be walking in the blood so they built a uh, it was called Itzta Boys, and it was standing on Itzta Boys, all of it being done on Itzta Boys, but Murdi came in and some blood were in the Azara. Now, usually in Amokim, they have meat and blood, it's full of flies, but we know that Lehoya Zvub, the base of Edwachayim, passes clean, no flies around. Now, another, the Achorinim Paskin, you can make a bracha, Tashbet says it, even though you have a lot of blood, and blood is not considered tinuf, and you can make a bracha right then and there. Now, holding with you the half shirt, now, a few more details. The hefshet could only be done after Zrika Saddam. So I guess after Yishech, you wait a few minutes. I guess took her away too very quick. The Kahanim took the blood and did the Zrika Saddam. And then you could do the hefshet and the Hitzah Saimurim. What else do we have here? Okay, after we're done, the meaning was, like we see in the Mishnah, they wrapped the sheep into the skin. They put the skin like a, like a bag, like a big sack, put in the sheep or goat in it, and took it home. Um, we forgot to mention the Shash Shita Sakom Pesach. They say the Halal, uh, exactly. they said three times, two and a half times, and the Tkir, Tru, Tkir, the Kehani, Matikia, Bachatsoi, place. Some say it was Tkir, Tru, Tkir, and each one of them say like three times, Tru, Tkir, Tru, Tkir, Tru, Tkir, and the Levim are singing the Halal, and it sounds like for the Shainim, the Oilam is to join and sing along. The Halal 
a beautiful band. You have the Khalil. The Khalil is now being used only 11 days a year. I don't know exactly what the Khalil is. Some say it was similar to the clarinet we have today, but I don't know. And with a beautiful band of music, singing along and playing along with this halal. And we leave that off. Oh, Meshach is standing in the Azor. You have to have a hat on. You cannot take off your hat. No sitting in the Azor. No schmoozing. It's a base Hashem. Uh, you can lean on the wall. It's mutter. And um, when you go air the Azor, you have to go air backwards and slow. The Rambam walk backwards there's 15 steps so uh, I'm sure everyone was careful but we, we saw in Ron and we saw we have such a big head going here together in the same time it's 15 steps but everyone was always safe and perfect when you go to the Bishamikdash, the Allah is to do a Hishtachavoy, the Pishut, Yadayim, the Raglaim, like we say, the Davening, when you Hishtachavoy, the Fonech, or Shomnar, when you Oyev, the Fonech, before you leave Bishamikdash, the Hishtachavoy, the Pishut, Yadayim, the Raglaim. After the first cut goes out, then the next cut is going in, and they're ready to be makiv. The Kehanim, that's to the, being to the attention of the Kehanim, Bishas the Kehanim walk for one cut, I guess, when they're available to do their Kovim, I guess, after they finished the walk in one cut, they joined a different cut, and a different group of Kehanim came in to, the, to do the avoid by the next one. After that's not together, but after we finished all the three kids to come Pesach, the Kehanim have to continue with the day they avoid it, which is the Ketoyeres, the Hatova Shteneiros, Chavit Yikoyen Gadl, Nesachim, Shishalyoyim, if you avoid it, being left after the Kovim Pesach. And we go home, just to Imagine the smell in Yerushalayim, because if someone at the end of the block is making a barbecue, it smells like last time. So guns in Yerushalayim, we have millions of people uh, being roasted in the Korban Pesach at the same time. We have to have a shpud shel rimoin, a rimoin stick, which if we seriously consider Korban Pesach was not I think maybe we have to start working and getting shpud shel rimoin also, which is a dry piece of wood. It doesn't give it any juice. And you stick it in from the front towards the back, and then you put, you hang it up into the tunnel. The tunnel was around think open from the top, the fire from the bottom, and you just stick in the uh, sheep from top to the head first, head down. The Chsamsoyser explains why is it this way. So there's two main reasons why the head should be down. First of all, because the base of is there, it's a big open place, and then when it's getting ghosted, the blood is going to come out, because we don't do militia. Some maybe we do some melicha, but melicha let's leave. It's the main hechsha of getting out the blood is done through roasting. So the base hashkit is in the bottom, and the whole blood drips out to the earth. Some surface is another important point because there the head is full of bones, and it's uh, the part that's close to the fire should be the bones. Like that, the rest of the compaser doesn't get burned. So you have to do it very carefully, and you have to know what you're doing because. Everything needs to be fully cooked. Sometimes you make, make a barbecue and you open it up and it's warm inside. And it goes into al toichlu mimenu no. You cannot eat it halfway cooked. It has to be fully, fully, fully cooked and not burnt. Burnt meat is not called meat. It's called uh, ashes. So I guess they practiced it also before or they just were They knew how to do it to make sure that everything is fully roasted, fully good and ready to eat and not burnt too much. After we finish the roasting, we find it has all took an hour, but in average, we're getting ready to the Seder night. Say, take it out. The Seder night means you bring it on the Seder night. And so the Kaira we have today, but the Kaira we have the Zoya and the Beitza, so we don't have that. We have the Korm Pesach, Gufresh or Tesach, bringing in the whole sheep as is, not cast fully as is, goes on the table. And when the, the Shas 
Manish Tano. That's a few changes, a few differences we have in the Seder HaGoyad of Islam is Amigdash. First of all, we have a Kasher, Shabbat Shalom, on the Yoshim Bein, Yoshim Bein Mesubim, Bezman Bein Amigdash. I'm not sure when we bring Bezman Azeh what to do about this one, but I guess we'll leave this question. They didn't ask Yoshim Mesubim because Mesubim was very, very normal for them, but they had a different Kasher, Shabbat Shalom, it's on the Oichlim Basot Tzali, Shalom, Mavushnot, he cooked, roasted, whatever he wants. Halayla Azeh, sleep. Pesach is being eaten only Tzali. That's uh, added cash in the Manishtana. Then when we say in the piece Yochel mi be'oidyoim ba'avuzeh lo yomati elo b'shosh shematzo umoro umunachim lefanecha. We have a quote in Pesach the end. Lo yomati elo b'shosh Pesach matzo umoro umunachim lefanecha. By the end of the Agad of the Boch Hashor Golonu v'gualas avisenim mitzayim v'higionu la'laylo hazeh le'echoi boi matzo umoro. We have a quote in Pesach we add Pesach matzo umoro and we take care of the rest of the Boch. Ken Hashem lekeni yagi'enu le'me'adim regolim acherim sneichim b'dian irecha v'sofim we don't say that when we have uh, Bishamikdash. If somehow we bring Kom Pesach as well as that, I guess we will leave it as is. We'll add the Pesach, but we're not going to take care of it again in Umayyadim because we still want to have Snake and Binyan Irecho to have Bishamikdash for every day. Now, Fashtetach, I don't think I mentioned it before. Everyone, before we go up to the Azor, you have to be fully Tahoe, you have to go to the Mikveh and make sure you're Tahoe. And now we have two more Tobetzibu, but at least the Chas, everyone is Tahoe, has to be the Tahara. And if you were Tahoe with Thomas Mess, you need to have a for Tahoe. Before you go, into the common the Seder, also everyone needs to be in the mikveh because you're going to eat Sarkrachim. Sarkrachim is Mechayav Atvila. Even if you toiled yesterday, if you didn't pay attention to make sure that you toiled and didn't touch anything, it's called Hesach and it's being Mechayav Atvila and maybe maybe Tvila Sidaim will be enough. Depends how much it is in the Shaina. Now, even B'Shah Seder, when you see the end of the Seder, we do Urchatz and then before the matzah we do rochza again. Why? So the person say because you have some sort of hesachadas between urchat rochza. It's a long time. It's the haggadah, a lot of schmoozing, a lot of toil, a lot of talking. So it could be a hesachadas. There's not this amigdash. If you have hesachadas, you have to go back to the mikveh to toil with your hands. If it's only hesachadas, so that tefillah sedan will be enough in the mikveh. So if you don't want to have to go before Korban Pesach to the mikveh, everyone has to make sure either to not be mesichadas to pay attention, the hands should stay clean. Or you could be with gloves, which gloves is a shmir in the hands, and like that, you know, if you wore gloves, you're good from Urchat to Rachta. Um, the Tvila Sidaim and the Tvila yourself has to be with a Kavana Lashem Kodesh and Lashem Korban Pesach, and the meaning was to have in mind even which Chabura I'm being told Lashem eating Korban Pesach in this specific Chabura. Yeah, we get the Korban Pesach is many shittas in the Rishonim, so if we try somehow to bring Korban Pesach with Manazel, we'll have to decide exactly which shit in Rishonim to go with. But there's many ways here to set up this night. First of all, you have to be Alasoiva. Alasoiva means that everyone, doesn't mean like we think, like we're starting Cheder, that it means they have to first eat and then by the end eat Korban Pesach when you're not hungry anymore. That's not the push the chat of Alasoiva. Alasoiva means everyone gets a nice piece which is enough to get you satisfied of meat. Nash, you should fill up yourself with some other foods and then eat the Korban Pesach. You have to have a nice big piece of Korban Pesach which is uh, satisfying. It's, enough, it's, it's a good enough piece. If not, we bring a Korban Chagiga which I don't think we bring but none of that. Or Korban Chagiga is an added Korban that comes together with Korban Pesach and just, just to provide more meat that's Nechad Shneem Velad Echad even the day after for the Yontav. But you have it's just more meat. So first you eat the Chagiga and then the Korban Pesach. If everyone got a good enough piece, so we'll do, we'll say over one Mahalach in the Rishonim that we go with Hillel. There's a Machlok in Tanoim. If Korban Pesach needs to be eaten in the sandwich, or not. Right? We do first we eat Matzah and then more, and then Korech Zeich and the Mikdash Kehillel. So the man, we pass him 
Pashtas like Hillel, or even according to Rabbanon, uh, you could do like Hillel too. It's also Kasha. And you do, so first we wash on Sirsidaim, and then we eat the Pesach, Matzah, Umor together in a sandwich, if you have a nice piece. And that's the Achila. We make the Borcha Shakishan and Mitzvah Savitzivon, Alachila's Pesach, Matzah, Umeroirim. Beautiful. Rabbi Yaman, so we have a checklist, and Ezra Shem, Meheri Yibana Migdish, maybe this year, yeah, well, for Pesach Shani, we'll be able to do it. Yep, Amen. Okay. Well, you don't have, but you can't have our boy Yamam of Bikur anymore. Well, can you? Let me just think. Today's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, very good. Thank you very much, Rabbi Yamin. Thank you for giving me the opportunity, and I wish I have a lasting